Welcome to Uniquely Catholic, produced by the Diocese of Orlando. My name is Catherine Laguna, and on each episode, I chat with unique people who are sharing their incredible talents and faith boldly. Are you one of them? Oftentimes, we find strength and inspiration in the stories of others. So sit back, relax, and feel encouraged by these creative artists from across the country. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. I'm thrilled to have this Catholic singer back on the podcast. Her album is always playing during my commute from home to work because I feel like that's how captivating it is. I mean, I think it's a mixture between her vocals and the poetry and her lyrics that get to me every single time. Thanks for being on the podcast, Allie. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me back. It's so great. I think you're one of our first people from our podcast that has returned. And I think that is so oh, incredible. Really? I think you'll see our evolution between our other episode and this episode. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm stoked. There's a few things that have changed since then. And we have a new podcast name. And then listening to our previous episode, I feel like we sound like babies, but it's only been like a year. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I know. It's weird how we grow, right? So if anyone listening does not know singer-songwriter Ali Aliyah, check out episode 17 of Uniquely Catholic. Ali and I chat basically about her career, her talents, being brave about the faith. It's really good stuff. So check it out. So Ali, I want to get into this incredible pilgrimage you are giving away, but... I need to know, since our last convo, what have you been up to? Give us some of your favorite highlights. Sure. So many amazing things have been happening for the band and me. And some of them are just like, we toured in Alaska, which was a huge highlight. It's just beautiful there. I did a solo tour on the West Coast and got to meet so many amazing people through that. I've been working with my record label and hoping to get new music out soon. And other fun stuff, just like filming music videos and things. <laughs> I often get so jealous when I'm watching your Instagram stories because you travel so much. I mean, you go to <laughs> these really incredible churches, very like vintage kind of cathedrals and stuff. What was it like to visit those types of Catholic churches? It's beautiful. And I'm always just so in awe. You know, like one of the transcendentals is beauty. And I'm able to just encounter the Lord's love in a, in a more deep way, just by like walking into a beautiful church and being like, wow, the Lord wants me to play here. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You recently released a music video for Torn. And I think it's so cool when an artist you love listening to can make your favorite song into a video. So tell us what it's like to create music videos. Yes. Well, each of them is a little bit different and like comes about in a different way. So like with Torn, the opportunity arose when my parents were remodeling my childhood home. Oh. My mom sent me a picture of our de demolished living room, and I was like, I'm coming home this weekend. We're filming. <laughs> it, she just, like, cracked up and thought that was hysterical and told the workers about it, and they're like, what? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I think it's so cool because I know that I have a lot of favorite songs in mind from other artists, just from the regular genre of music, but... Every time I get the actual video for the songs, it's, it's interesting to see if like the artist had the same thoughts between the lyrics and then visually presenting them back to you. So yeah. can you talk to us a little bit about the creative process? Yeah, like at first with Torn, it just kind of looked like a cool backdrop and it, it seemed relevant to the song because Torn is about obviously being torn up over like decisions and things in our lives and the house is torn up. So I was like, cool metaphor. This yes. is going to be great. Um <laughs> 
But then in the editing process afterwards, I realized just how fitting it was to to film this song in my childhood home, right? Because Mm -hmm. that house represents so much of my life and so many pieces of who I am. And since leaving that house, I've grown in so many ways that I wouldn't have been able to if I hadn't left those walls. And the song Torn, like the lyrics, they're based off of Plato's Allegory of the Cave, which is about this person who lives in a cave, uh, has his back to the opening of the cave where the light is coming in, and the light is casting shadows of the things that are outside on the wall of the cave. So like, there's trees and people and birds and things that are real outside, but he only sees the shadows and he's fixated on the shadows convinced that that's the real thing. And so that's an allegory for our own lives and our own hearts, because so often we're fixated on the shadow of the truth instead of the reality. And with this, the walls of of my childhood home, right, are in kind of some ways like that cave. Like I grew up in them. It was all I'd ever known. But then I was called to experience something more by leaving and becoming an adult. And that transition can be scary as can any time of transition. (laughs) So I thought it was pretty fitting to film Torn there. I think something that I'm always captivated about your music is that, and I think I've said this previously before in the other podcast episode, that your lyrics are so poetic. And I think there's just so many hidden layers of meanings in it because you can you can see it one way one day and then looking back at certain songs, you can see it a different way. Do you like writing in that way? Like just so poetic? I mean, do you have an English degree? I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I'm glad that I'm glad that you like that. Yeah, that's kind of been my I wouldn't say goal. Like it it just kind of comes out that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do enjoy writing with like a lot of depth and a lot of layers. My inspiration for that is is scripture, specifically St. John his gospel, how there are so many different layers of scripture. There's what's going on at the time, the historical meaning, what's going on in your own life, um, how it can relate, just like all these different things. And like the spiritual author and aka God, (laughs) and then the the human author. Um, So there's so much depth and, and so many layers, and it can relate to you in different ways at different times. And so that's kind of been my inspiration in my songwriting as well. And how, just like what you said, like the different layers and things that you can draw out at different times in your life. So I'm glad that you, you could pick up on that. Yes, it's really beautiful. I just It's just something that I always have noticed in your writing. And I think that's the reason why your music speaks so, like, so differently from other types of music or even genres. So good job on that one. <laughs> Thank you. So you have sort of like this contest currently happening, or at least it sounds like a contest to me because I'm a very competitive person. And I think I need to (laughs) compete in this contest, enter in, get my parish involved. So please tell us about when a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. Give us all the deets. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So I was blessed to travel to the Holy Land with my dad on a pilgrimage led by Jeff Cavins and Father Mike Schmidt back in 2012. And it just transformed my life. I believe it was there that the Lord really gave me this mission of ministering through music. Since then, Jeff and and Father Mike, they've become such mentors and friends and like even spiritual dads to me. And Jeff asked me back as the cantor for the pilgrimage in 2016 and again May 2018. And last May, I was actually able to give away my first pilgrimage to a, a woman named Becky Micah from Ashland. And her husband came along too, and they're just amazing people. And it was this incredible gift to me to be able to pay it forward like that. You know, like I, I want to bring everyone to Israel so they can experience it and discover what the Lord has specifically for them there. I'm so excited to do the, the giveaway again. And the dates for this upcoming giveaway are June 1st through 12th, 2020. 
and Jeff is calling this pilgrimage 2020 vision. And it's, yeah, which is clever, right? It's going to yes. be a little bit different from his usual pilgrimages. It's still going to have everything that makes the Cabin's pilgrimage awesome, like walking where Jesus walked and hearing preachings and teachings from him and Father Mike. But it's also going to be more of a young adult conference. Ooh. So we're going to be camping under the stars with the Bedouins one of the nights. And there's going to be concerts by myself and two other artists. Taylor Tripodi and Brother Isaiah, and nice. so that'll be all over the Holy Land, and it's going to be really cool. So I'm very excited. Wow. I'm like, oh, I need to enter, and I need to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is so great. So I think it's I think it's just a really great opportunity for people to visually see their faith in the actual land of Jesus. And yeah. talk a little bit about, you know, your faith and, and how you came away from that one first pilgrimage you had. Yeah, so it, it was just really moving. Like, there's nothing like it. You have to just go and experience it for yourself. Walking where Jesus walked, hearing the teachings from Jeff and Father Mike that just break open the scriptures in a profound way. And realizing that what they're talking about from the Bible is right in front of you, like you're standing on that ground, you're touching where Jesus touched, you know, all this stuff. It just, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> it still blows my mind every time. You see it differently. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that helps my songwriting in Ooh. so many ways. I know it has, because you're able to visualize what's going on there a lot more, and it can come out of a, a deeper place in your heart, I think. And that can manifest in lots of different ways, like depending on what your gifts are and like how you see the world. But that's just kind of how it works for me. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. So there's so much we learn about our faith every day. You know, it's not this straight line that we follow in our faith journey. Is there a particular experience or lesson you've learned in the last year you would like to share? Yeah, yeah. And this has been kind of my theme for a long time. And I think I even touched on it (laughs) in the last time we talked. But gratitude has been huge and, and also hope. I've been blessed by so many people sharing their their faith stories with me, telling me how my music has helped them through hard times in their lives and and given them hope when it seems like there's no hope to be found. Mm -hmm. The Lord has this funny way of transforming the worst case scenarios into something beautiful and for our ultimate good. I mean, just look at the cross. So by hearing the stories of my listeners, I'm really inspired and, and even more convicted in that. And paired with that is huge gratitude because there's so much to be grateful for, even when we can't see it. Something that's been sticking out to me lately is one of the Eucharistic prayers in the Mass. It says, Although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift, since our praises add nothing to your greatness but profit us for salvation. And that just is really intriguing to me because God does not need our praise. But when we praise Him, when we're thankful, that's edifying to our own hearts. And so praising Him is actually a huge gift to us, which I think is so cool. It's like mm-hmm. almost counterintuitive. You'd think that He would want the praise for Himself, and that would be edifying to Him. But he's totally fine with or without our praise. Um, So it's changing our hearts. And that's the important thing. I really like your message about gratitude because oftentimes I think about, you know, like when we're struggling in our own faith, you don't think about being grateful for what you do have. You're just so embedded in all of the negativity and Mm -hmm. the struggle of it because it it does hurt and it does take a lot of the mental power, you know. So I think it's so beautiful that you mentioned the whole thing about gratitude. It's, It's something different from other interviews, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, too, with, with gratitude. It's not just when times are good. Like you said, there's something really beautiful about being able to see the good, even when you can't actually see any good in your circumstance, mm-hmm. trusting that good's going to come out of it and being grateful for that. See, that's beautiful. So as a widely known practicing Catholic, your willingness and confidence in sharing the faith, because I, I feel like sometimes, especially now, it's a little difficult sometimes to be publicly out there as a Catholic. 
is inspiring so many other Catholics something that you value? Is it something that inspires you and your faith too? Yeah. For me, it's it's really about authenticity. I think that the world is really starved for authenticity these days. And my Catholic faith is just a fundamental part of who I am because it's how I can fully live out my identity as a daughter of God. And so everything I am, everything I'm capable of doing is all a gift from Him. And letting others see that is just sharing my own heart in a more authentic way as well as you know, giving praise back to him who lets me share in this work in the first place. Mm-hmm. So my music and speaking ministry, it allows me to be a vessel through which he can touch other people's lives more deeply. And I'm super grateful for that opportunity. Plus, I'm blessed by the way that others witness to me and share their stories in relationship with the Lord with me. It's always super inspiring to see the joy or the endurance and trust in God in those who I get to have conversations with. And the Lord allows my music to build them up. They build me up by the conversations and their witness. And so it's super mutual. And I think that it's important to share a faith like that because it's what builds up the whole church. I like that about how it's so mutual because I feel so inspired when I when I see someone out there sharing their faith. It's just something like, wow, they're Catholic instant connection to them because we know yeah, yeah. We, we just we just know so much about you know the church history and it's a little bit different than just talking to someone who's Christian because obviously you have that love for God and everything but then mm-hmm. you get more detailed talk about the Virgin Mary talk about the Eucharist mm-hmm. those are things that are very tying to the faith so I am so grateful that you are one mm-hmm. of those people that share their faith with so many Catholics around the world yeah me too it's really an amazing gift to just be able to encounter people at different stages in their faith life. And, and also some of them are so, so inspiring in like our conversations. <laughs> like I leave really uplifted just by <gasps> their conversation, you know? So good. So where would you like the listeners to follow you? Tell us um, your website, social media handles. I'm really impressed with your Instagram stories. They're always so comical <laughs> and you share a lot. I like it. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you like them. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram, which is at Aliolia Music. Facebook is facebook.com slash Aliolia Ministries. Basically, just Google my name and it'll pop up. Um, <laughs> yes. You can also go to my website, which is www.ally-alia.com. And I, I can spell that for you because my name is kind of spelled funny. <laughs> A-L-Y-A-L-E-I-G-H-A.com. At my website, you can find all the information for the Holy Land giveaway as well. Basically, it entails being involved in booking my band for a concert or a worship event. So up to five names from each booking will be entered into the drawing for somebody to win the pilgrimage to Israel. And I just want to say that, like, some people think that they have no chance of this, and they brush it off thinking that they can't be part of it because Mm -hmm. they don't work for a church or venue that can bring us in. But all it takes is encouraging your local church or your favorite venue to host us. And it's amazing how the Lord works. So, like, never underestimate His power in your life. Never doubt that He's able to work big things in your life. And if you're meant to win the pilgrimage, He's going to make sure that you do. So give Him the best chance. (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful. (laughs) Last time, I played Desert Soil and Ransom Blood on the podcast, which... It still really gives me chills at the bridge of Ransom Blood. Your vocals are always so on point. I mean, I would do it right now, but I kind of don't want to embarrass myself. (laughs) But I love it so much. It's really good. So this time I've picked Torn. Everybody, please check it out. And also the music video because it's really, really good. Awesome. That sounds great. Thanks for coming on Uniquely Catholic Alley. Round two was as exciting as the first time, I think. Thanks so much for having me. I always enjoy talking with you. It's (laughs) awesome. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Catherine from Uniquely Catholic. Catch you on the next one. 
Remove the Christ from my eyes and tiptoe down. Sit cross-legged and stare at the stone. This is all I've ever been shown. But there's safety in my mundane little throne. And these cavern walls are all I've ever known. Staring at the shadows in the emptiness alone. Yet I'm content to stay. Afraid to wander, to dream, afraid to break. There's something stirring in my core these days. My illusion has held me in his embrace. How can I trust what I don't know? This is all new. I've never felt this way before. And these cavern walls are all I've ever known. Been so afraid. You've convinced me that there's more if I just stare. But you come to scorn. What if this sacred stony curtain then is torn? I'm torn. I'm torn. Never been so afraid.